0: very good morning again so so nice to be here it's a privilege an honor to invite you to open your bible in john the gospel of john chapter 6 uh if you are watching on youtube i invite you to open your bible as well in the gospel of john chapter 6 my suggestion is if you can just read the whole chapter it's beautiful it's amazing so Buenos dias to nuestros amigos de El Salvadorian. Estoy acá. Muy bien. Yeah. And buena for Romanian speakers. <laughs> how sounds my accent? It's okay? Yeah, okay. I don't know how to say good morning Russian. Sorry. <laughs> so I just know it's pasiva. Thank you. How? Okay. Dobro something? Dobre, Dobre Diana. If you're a Russian speaker, and good morning if you're an English speaker. Uh, it's amazing, uh, the word of God. I don't know how was your week. If, if, if some point of your week, you asked, God, please speak with me. I need your guidance. I need your direction. Now, we have the Bible open, and my hope opened here. And my hope is that God can speak with you and me Uh, through the scriptures. I just want to read two verses, and I want to ask your uh, permission to come back to the verse at the very end of my speech. I would like to share uh, something with you. We are in this series that we started last Sunday talking about the customized faith, making God in our image. What does that mean? We had Dave and Al sharing about the believing tree, Amazing, awesome. I was sitting in my place here and thinking of my life and all my behaviors and beliefs and the roots of my personality. I was like, wow, this tree is awesome. You can download in our Facebook, our Facebook group in the church. Amazing teaching. Today, we will be talking about faith on my terms. We have the PowerPoints there. You'll be coming. John. Oh, let me open the Bible in John chapter 6. Uh, I think it's helpful if I open as well. Verse 26. John chapter 6, verse 26. And then we jump to verse 52. Okay? So, 26. Jesus was replying. A group of people here. Is when he talks about, uh, I am the bread of life. Okay? So, Jesus answered. Very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me. Not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Now let's jump into verse 53. And Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Now, in the Gospel of John, only in the Gospel of John, we have four Gospels. In the Gospel of John, for seven times, Jesus said, I am. It's the I am's of Jesus in the Gospel of John. I am the door. I am the way, the true and the life. I am the good shepherd. I am the bread of life. And this chapter 6, he's talking about bread. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we want to reverence your word. We now want to bring our attention, our minds and hearts to this very moment and to honor the scriptures. Please talk with us. Speak to our hearts. We believe in the supernatural power of your word. There's spirit and life in your word. And we submit ourselves to this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Slide number one. Do have faith in my term? The next one, customize. Let's talk about this. Definition. To modify or build according to individual or personal specifications or preference. You know what is this. <coughs> now. Your phone, your food, your clothing, your friends, everything's customized. Do you know, maybe some of you have watched that document, documentary on Netflix, um, Social Dilemma, explains a bit about how works the algorithms on internet. So you have your phone every day. If you like something, or if you watch a video on YouTube, this codes on internet you understand your taste the things that you enjoy if you like cars you start to see videos about cars if you like i don't know construction music everything that you enjoy you start to receive in your phone because everything's customized for you now this year i will be completing seven years in england seven years in England. And I spent, in this time, I worked in two different hotels, let's say maybe five, five something uh, years working in the same place. And I remember when I was working there, I was a manager on evening shifts. Uh, it was a hotel with more than 200 rooms and a big restaurant plus a big bar. So I was looking after the whole team. Five or four different chefs in the kitchen, plus the guests and complainings and all of that situation. I do know what means the customized food. It's not only for kids. Can I have a pizza with no tomato sauce? Can I have a pizza with no cheese? And then, chef, can you do this? Can you do that? Everything customized. We have customized food, phones. Why all of this? Our whole life is like this. Because we enjoy, we like to relate to things that we approve and like and enjoy. And so we don't need to relate to things that we don't agree with and we don't like. Things that I don't like, everything we don't like, we don't have to deal with. That's why everything's customized. So if our lives is customized, why not faith? Why do I need to deal with things that I don't like about God and about faith? So this leads me for the next slide for this phrase. If you believe what you like in the gospel and reject what you don't like, it's not the gospel you believe, but in yourself. Let me repeat. If you believe what you like in the gospel and reject what you don't like, is not the gospel you believe, but yourself. My country, Brazil, we had this steakhouse. Beautiful, amazing. I, 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 we have been some of them, me, Steve, and some guys, I recommend you. It's amazing. You sit on the table, you pay one price, you sit there and they keep bringing you meat. You eat like a king. Forever, I don't know, it's amazing. All these different cuts of meat and all of this. But also have something very similar in Brazil with pizzas. So you pay one price, you sit in your table, and they keep bringing you hundreds of different types and flavors of pizzas. Of course, the base is very, what's the word? Thin? The rice is impossible to eat. Very thin, and you have everything. Sometimes they bring to you a pizza with... 10 different flavors, can be a slice, or you can ask for a specific th- uh, pizza. Or can be, I hope, oh, I have here my family, can you bring a pizza with four different flavors? Uh, I don't know, chicken, cheese, blah, blah, blah. and you create your own, p- and they will bring it to you. And sometimes the way to just come to the table and give, okay, uh, for me, this one, for my wife, this one, and, and then you have in the same table, I don't know, five. Eight different slices of pizzas. (laughs) Plus the dessert. Pizza as well. With strawberry and chocolate. And all that kind of sweet pizzas. And you. Now. The same mindset. Sometimes we have. With the Bible and the scriptures. So we have the whole gospel. But some slice of this pizza. mm, I don't agree with. I don't enjoy. I think it's not okay. We are living this generation now very funny sometimes and sad. Behind us, we've got 2,000 years of history of Christianity. And we had in the past great men of God, scholars, and everything. So we have this book all done, ready for us. Sometimes we don't know the price for this, but many of these guys in the past, they lost, lost their lives for this book and they study a lot about this book, every comma, every line, every sentence and the old and new testament. Someone in the past was studying this, and now our generation, we have this ready, and then a boy with seventeen years old, he read the Bible, said, nah, I don't think it's like this, I don't agree with this. Okay, and what's the basis of your opinion? It's just I don't like. Yeah. It's not my kind of pizza. Because everything is customized. And this, before we go deeper in the text, we are living now, in this generation, something new. We had two types of faith, two different faiths. The first one I will call a biblical faith, where a faith that I surrender myself to a greater cause that transcends me. I leave behind everything to follow this faith. To pay a price for this faith. Sometimes this is very old-fashioned. I don't know. Jesus said in Luke chapter 14, verse 33. In the same way, those of you who do not give up everything, you have, you have cannot be my disciples. Salvation. Is free by the grace of God and the cross. But to walk with Jesus as a disciple. Discipleship. You cost everything. Everything. There is a price for this first kind of faith. That I need to pay uh, for. Matthew chapter 13. I love this text. It's a parable. In the last summer we had garden church here. If you remember. We talked about the parables of Jesus. And there is two very short parables of Jesus. I read here. Uh, With my beautiful accent for you. Matthew chapter 13, 44 and 45. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. What is a treasure for you? Your son, daughter, reputation, car, new house. I don't know. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. Hidden in the field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy, he wasn't sad. In his joy, went and sold all he had and bought that field. Full stop. And then Jesus started a new parable under the same umbrella, under the same subject. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant. What was the pronunciation? Merchant? Yeah, that's right. Looking for fine pearls. This merchant was looking for something. Some kind of treasure as well. Fine pearls. When he found one of the great value. He went away and sold everything he had. And bought it. This first type of faith. I understand. There is a treasure in Jesus. Bigger than everything. Greater than everything in my life. And there's a price and full of joy. I gave up everything. I left behind my old behavior, my old me, my old man. Sometimes it's my popularity. Sometimes it's that promotion in my job. Sometimes it's my easy life, my sin, everything. Because I found the greatest treasure. But I don't do this complaining. I don't do these things. Oh, I need to change my life. No, it's full of joy because I understood how precious is this treasure in Jesus. So there is a cause that transcends me, gives meaning, passion, vision. This is the first faith that we have in the past. All those peoples who understood who Jesus is and what he can do. But then we have a second type of faith. Is that a faith that favors me in everything is just one slice of the pizza. <coughs> Can God give blessing me? Yeah, of course, God is the blesser. The problem is sometimes I want the blessings but not the blesser. Uh, could God give me a promotion? Yeah, why not? Yeah. This is one slice of the pizza. But then some of us, we understand this as the whole pizza. So, uh, a faith that favors me in everything. I'm sad, God comforts me. I'm, if I stumble, God will support me. If I have goals, God will reach me. Uh, you help me to reach all my goals. In this way, what's the conclusion that we have today? Like with our phones, like with our friends or our Netflix we are giving very little importance or attention attention for things that doesn't favor us. And then we have this behavior in our everyday life and we have the same behavior about God and faith and Christianity and God according with my will. Now, for us to understand Why we are like this in this generation, why we think like this, it's hard to point a specific time in the history. But let's start with this next slide. This guy with a big mustache behind me. I hope he's behind me. Yeah. This guy was, you heard about him. He was a German philosopher and and writer, uh, Nietzsche, Friedrich Nietzsche. And he said this sentence, God is dead. I'm sure you heard about. God is dead. What he was trying to say with this. For the whole history. Religion and church. Was the center of everything. You. You, you remember the Middle Age, the Pope, the power of the church, and, and, and the monarchy, and the kings. Everything was about church and religion, everything. But then, after centuries of history, at some point, this guy, his grandfather was a pastor. His father was a pastor. He, was, he had a the degree in theology when he was a teenager. His dream was to be a preacher and a pastor. At some point, something happened in his life. He gave up everything, and he said this phrase, uh, God is dead, but the teaching behind this, he was trying to communicate that religion was losing its central place in culture, science, music, arts, politics, and society. The, he was trying to say, We do need more. This kind of religion or Bible and God. To live our lives. There's another way to live our lives. And from that point. We start to see in our society. Some kind of teachings. Who was shaping our mind. Today this generation. Is result what we have. The God's killers in the past. And who were they? Who uh, killed God? There is. I wish to have time to go deeper in this. But we have many uh, murderers mothers of God, secularization, or the enlightenment in 18th century from France, what they were trying to teach and to understand, that reason and evidence must be the foundation of our beliefs. So from that point, okay, we don't need more this supernatural stuff, miracles and all of this, because we have now industrialization, we have now technology, we have now the reason, we need evidence, and from this, we can build our beliefs. Result. What's the result of this? I have my own conviction about God. So, if you believe in your God in this way, if you believe in the Bible, in the gospel in this way, okay, I do respect you, it's beautiful, but it's your truth, it's not my truth. From this point, they start to shape the society, and the result we have now, we don't have one truth above all the others. I have my truth, you have your truth, and we have this huge supermarket of religion, where I have the shelves, everything. By the way, oh, Jesus is there as well. Let me have some part of Jesus. Not the whole thing, just some few slices. And we customized the faith and the Bible and the gospel. We are living in these three modern traps today. And probably I read now with you these three modern situations or traps. And you now, you have in your mind some names, maybe yourself, maybe your family, maybe, I don't know, some relative, oh, that's why I saw this on TV, that's why, sometimes I think like this, that's why. Look, the result of this secularization of faith who destroyed church in Europe or since the Enlightenment, and as a result, we have some another movement called liberals, The liberals, theologians, some of them really clever. And now have these three traps. Um, I think it's the next slide. The first one is subjectivity. We put everything in the blender, mix, and select what we want. How can you live a healthy and deeper spiritual life when prayer is just something that you see in some Instagram post? Some girls on the beach with bikinis and, and, and the post. Oh, the Lord is my shepherd. It's this plastic spirituality. We are surrounded by this. So every person has their own conviction of faith. Every person believes in some slice of this pizza. This is the first trap. The second is that we are living now, behaving like a child. I want a God who doesn't contradict me in anything. I want a God who cool, nice. And then people go to YouTube. You're watching this on YouTube. Probably, if you are part of this community church, and your last week, you saw so many videos on YouTube of preachers and fancy churches, and that's okay, that's fine. But some of them you see. A nice stage with lights and that um smoke, fog? Nice, yeah. And a guy singing beautiful lyrics and someone comes to the mic and says, You are beautiful. You are amazing. It's one slice of the pizza, okay? God loves you. God loves me. Yeah, he loves you. If you're watching this and you feel so self-pity and alone, come to Jesus. Yes, someone cares about me and that's it. And nobody's saying, but you need to change. You need to, no, no, no I don't want to change. I don't, mommy, I don't want to eat uh, salad. <laughs> we behave like, a... no, 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 don't contradict me. Don't come with this stuff about repentance and changing life, no, no, no. I want a spirituality that excites me but doesn't generate any transformation in me. I, this kind of Jesus is nice. Ah, this kind of faith I want it. I want to be part of this. And the third trap is pragmatism the exclusion of pain or judgment. I don't want to suffer. I'm Christian. I, I'm, come on. I don't want to have any burden in my life because I'm following Jesus. God has to work like an app on my phone. I press the button, he works. I ask for, what's the name? Deliveroo. And God delivers the blessing in my house. (laughs) Send some nice, handsome angel to bring the blessing or something. And now as a result, since Nietzsche, since Enlightenment, since secularization, and then have all of this, this mixed spirituality, this, childhood, this behaving like a child spirituality, this pragmatism in the spirituality, and then we have a spirituality like a dog and a cat. If you have a pet at home, you know how it is. Your dog, my dream is to have that ugly one, what's the name? This ugly, and beautiful pug. Oh, I love the one. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. I love that dog. So, you have your dog. And sometimes your dog looks at you and think, <laughs> dog's thinking, and, dog, and he thinks, wow, this human is so nice with me. This person gives me food, protection, love, affection. This person must be a god. And a cat. It's different. A cat you say, well, this human, this person looks after me, gives me protection, love, etc. I must be a God. (laughs) We have the same with God and Jesus. God is my waiter or is my Lord. If He is my Lord, he cannot demand some stuff from me. Let's come back to Jesus and for the text that we read now. John chapter 6, Jesus is surrounded by this crowd, like we have today. And they um, very truly tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs, but because you want your slice of pizza. You are looking for your customized faith. There are some things about Jesus that we enjoy, but not the whole package. That some blessings. Oh, I really love the blessings of the Lord. And we keep feeding our souls of the blessings of the Lord. Which is good, but it's not the Lord. And the tragedy of the church today is we have a lots of Christians, leaders, pastors. And they don't feel satisfaction in their soul. Even they are part of some church. What's the famous... Song of the Rolling Stones. I can get no satisfaction, and I try and I try and I try, I can get no. This is our harvest. It's the result of these centuries and years and years of this teaching. You can have your own spirituality. You can decide for what you believe in the Bible. You are in this huge supermarket. You are just a consumer of faith. You can have your customized faith. What's the result? A generation we cannot find satisfaction. People full of depression, anxiety, lost more than a third of teenage girls in England, they are suffering depression, depression, anxiety, feeling worthless and unhappy. I read this. Listen. Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD. Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development. Survey from 2017. Let's talk about all our... We can have many surveys in America and everywhere. But let's talk about England. British people rank among the most depressed people in the Western world. What's happening in this survey? Is this real? Is this true? So us was digging, digging. But then this is our result when we have decided at some point to have our own spirituality. We say we are a Christian nation. We are Christians, we go to the church, but we are feeding our souls, not with the bread of life, with Jesus. Now, the result of a weak Christianity, the result of a dry, empty preachers, the result of people in the church feeling depressed and worthless, even they are with the church, is because... They relate to things that carries the name of Jesus, church, Bible week, but they don't spend time with the bread of life, with Jesus Christ. When was the last time you put your knees on the ground and said, Jesus, please feed my soul with you and your presence. I don't want to pray for anyone now. I want to pray for advancing of your church. I need you. I need you, Jesus I need your presence here. How can I eat from this bread? We read in the beginning here in this verse 52 or 53, Jesus said, You need to eat of, from my flesh or drink of my blood. How is this? So so uh, verse 34 and 35 in John chapter 6. Where's 34 35? Oh, is that there. Yeah. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me, you never go hungry. Whoever believes me, you never be thirsty. Why some of us are still hungry? Why some of us are so thirsty? The Bible, the New Testament, was written in Greek language. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew language. Some parts in Aramaic, but The most part in Hebrew language. Now, in the days of Jesus, and even before Jesus, they were living in this culture where the Greek was the main language. So that's why they wrote everything in the New Testament and Greek. But the Old Testament, I don't know, some guys just woke up in the morning and say, "Uh, I think we should have the Old Testament translated to Greek. Because everybody speaks Greek. Who can read Hebrew? And they call for a friend, they WhatsApp for another guy, some scholars say, let's let's work. Let's translate the Bible, the Old Testament, from Hebrew to Greek. Okay, let's, let's do this. And in the second and the third century, before Jesus, in Egypt, these guys, they were together. The name, we have a name for this, Septuagint. And they translated everything. Guess what happened? When they were reading about Moses and the people, the Israelites from Egypt to the wilderness and the desert with Moses, they came to Exodus chapter 3 and 4. That conversation from God with Moses and the burning bush there. And Moses asked to God, okay God, I'm going to Egypt, but what's your name? What name of God? And God said something there. He said, I am who I am. Tell them that the I am is sending you. It's a weird name for a God. Now, this redundancy, I am, I am twice, was the same word. The same Greek thing. When the guys, they were studying and they saw this sentence. When, they, when Jesus centuries ago talked the same sentence, the same words. Like God said to Moses, Jesus said, I am, I am the bread of life. And in other words, he was saying, I am that God who was with Moses. I came from heaven. Why? Because they walk in the desert. They received some manna, some bread from heaven, uh, uh, from just like rain coming. Uh, and they were eating that bread. That bread's just passed. The tradition is not working anymore. I am. And then I am the same words in the Greek saying, I am that God and I am that bread. Now, some of Christians, they cannot overcome the same sin or pornography or every problem because they are not eating from Jesus. They are not coming for the gospel. They have lots of information about Jesus, but they are not having the burning bush meeting with God. They're not stopping to listen to his voice and to surrender their life and say, I need the cross of Jesus. I need a supernatural experience with God. You don't need a new car. You don't need a new house. You don't need a new spouse. You don't need a new family. You don't need even a new church, a new building. You need the bread of life. You need Jesus Christ. Only him can bring meaning and life to you. You need to eat from him. Just come back to the basics of our faith. And when we read the teachings of Jesus Christ. Try to surrender ourselves. I I like to read the Bible against me. Because I know there is something inside of me called sin. There's something inside of me called the Bible. You call this flesh. The human nature. And my human nature is against God. I have this war inside of me. And then I surrender myself, and I look to Jesus, to the cross of Jesus, because in the cross, that blood, he forgave my sins, and he gave me a new life, and I need to surrender myself always to kill, to quench this thirst of my soul and this hunger of my soul. In him, I am the bread of life. Now, sometimes I see myself like these guys when Jesus said okay guys you are just looking after me for the things I can do for you because you eat the loaves the bread, the blessings not because of me it's time for us to bring back the central message of the gospel of Jesus Christ not only in this church, in our lives in this generation and say there is no customized God or faith Surrender yourself to Jesus. I want to invite Steve. We sing one more song. Then we'll be back. We'll pray together. But I want to. I'd like to ask you if you can, in this moment, I feel in my heart the word reconciliation. To come back to the basis or to the basic of your faith. To bring your heart back to the cross of Jesus. Stop to try to satisfy your heart with everything that you have done in the last year, the last two, five years. It's enough. It's time to push the handbrake. Stop. Say, Lord, take me to the cross again. Kill my human nature. I want to eat the bread of life. Let's do this. Let's sing this song. Then we'll pray. My question for you today if you are in this hall or if you are watching on YouTube is Are you hungry? What kind of, which kind of bread are you looking for? Let me read the words of Jesus for you All those the Father gives me will come to me If you are here for the second time, first time If you are watching this, let me tell you something The Father drawing you is bringing you to Jesus and whoever comes to me I will never drive away for I have come down from heaven not to do my will but to do the will of him who sent me and this is the will of him who sent me that I shall lose none of those he has given me but raise them up at the last day, someday Jesus Christ will come back. This day is coming, and Jesus Christ is inviting you. If you're watching this, if you are here, God the Father had a plan, and in his plan, you supposed to be here, right here, right now. Listen to this because of his greater and great love. are here now listen to this message jesus wants to change your life and to give you eternal life jesus christ is coming back as a church we do love you and wants to know you more i'd like to pray and if you are hungry if you are trying to feed your soul with so many things i don't know friends cocaine alcohol sex, pornography doesn't matter today you can eat the bread of life the only thing that you bring life to you the real life is Jesus Christ is to have your faith in Jesus Christ and this is your opportunity We we will pray we will finish the song we will finish the service but we will be here to pray with you and for you and to talk to you Lord Jesus it's time of reconciliation forgiveness mercy and grace some of us we need forgiveness of our sins some of us we need to put our hearts in the right place and to be back of the basis of our faith But some of us, we just need to receive the touch of your Holy Spirit that can change our lives. We need to be saved from ourselves. I pray, Holy Spirit, please touch hearts, minds, and intentions this morning. Break chains this morning. Change lives this morning. Because someday we will be with you. We will see you. And this is our hope. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.